Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello and welcome to another episode of Lead With Less. I'm bringing this episode, a very dedicated episode on reminders that you need before time off. Now, this isn't only time off before the upcoming Christmas holidays. This is reminders that are going to be helpful for you at any time, any leave that you're going to take. The reason that I'm bringing this specifically is because this is these are conversations that I'm having with a lot of clients at the moment as we're coming up to the end of the year. At the time that this episode will be released, it'll be a couple of weeks before the Christmas holidays. And in you know, in the Southern Hemisphere, people tend to take the majority of their annual leave over this time because it's summer, it's warm, uh, it's school holidays, all of those things. Whereas if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you might not necessarily take as much time over this period, but you might still take time off to enjoy Christmas and that New Year period with loved ones. So I wanted to bring this episode through because these reminders are going to be what's critical for you to have the ability to fully rest and relax, to have the ability to fully unwind from the year that you've had or the period leading up to your time off so that you can properly rest, to be able to step back into work and back into kind of the everyday fullness of life after that rest period. And I'm going to share three mindset reminders so three things to kind of really ground in your mind when you get caught up in the doubt or the worry or the the need to overwork or to stay connected these mindset reminders are going to be the the things that kind of ground you back and go you know what no this is fine me taking this time off is fine and they're also going to be the reminders if you are a high achiever a hustler a hard worker or someone who thinks that they have to earn rest, these mindset reminders are going to be really helpful for you as well. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are likely, you know, someone who experiences all of those things because hello, same here. And then I'm also going to share three actions that you can implement to help support these reminders, to help support your time off so that you can really, really make the most of that time away, the time to disconnect, the time to recharge. So why are these things important? Well, if you are someone who is a an ambitious achiever, a high achiever, a hard worker, you know, someone who's really dedicated and committed, taking time off can feel really challenging. It can feel really hard to fully disconnect because it never feels like the right time. It never feels like the perfect time to take time off. It never feels like you've done 
enough to kind of warrant time away from the workload. And these reminders are the things that we need to come back to because your energy moment to moment is only as useful as the amount of time you give for it to recharge, right? We have an amount of energy that we have to give day to day, and that's based on how much recovery and how much recharge we've given for that energy to be there. So if you are a high achiever, a hard worker, a hustler, someone who's super committed, you know, all of those things, you need to have this downtime, this rest time, or as Michelle Weeks says in her episode with me, clean rest time to then be able to do really, really impactful, powerful work when you come back. So let's just dive on in. What are the three reminders for when you take time off or leading up to your time off? Firstly, this one might cause a little bit of nervousness. This is something that I say very often, which is you won't get it all done before you go on leave. Like you won't get it all done before you take time off. It's just not possible. Something that I say on in all of my content with all of my clients, if you've been following me for a while, is your to-do list will never end. It will literally never end. You might get to the end of that lot and then something else will be added on. Something else will show up that needs to get done. And this is the same with your workload. Like your workload will just never, ever end. Otherwise, people would just not be working, right? Like the whole point of work is that it continues on. Like there is always more work. And so hoping to get everything done before you can take leave or before you go on leave is unreasonable and it's unrealistic. So the mindset that I want you to ground into is... I'm not going to get it all done and that's okay. I'm going to get the critical things done that impact other things, right? I'm going to get the critical things done that impact other things. This is the really big key here. You're never going to get it all done. You're never going to get all of the projects done. Like I said in you know a couple of episodes ago around moving through busyness with more ease, uh, people panic at this time of year. They're like, oh my God, it's the end of the year and like, I need to get everything done. Like, the end of the year comes every year. Like, why do we get so caught up in this? What we do need to be mindful of is like, what are the critical things that I need to get done before I go on leave that has the potential to impact other people's workloads, other people's projects or something else happening? All of the things on your to-do list is not going to fit that criteria. So what are the things that are really critical to get done and do those things, focus on those things and be okay with the rest being left. You won't get it all done before you go on leave and that's okay. The second reminder, there is time when you get back. There is going to be time to continue on when you come back from leave. This is kind of like the same thing with the Christmas panic. There is time after Christmas. Like the world isn't going to end well as far as we know right now, right? Like nothing's going to end come Christmas time. And even if it does, did all of those things matter anyway? Probably not, right? So with what's left, with what you didn't get done or with what is not critical, there will be time to do that when you come back from leave. So focus on those things then. Get the critical things done before you go on leave and know that you'll have time to get the rest done when you come back from leave. And community, like have these conversations with your team and with your manager. Like where is everyone else Where is everyone else's priorities? How does this all fit together so that you can feel really good about that? 
So the second reminder is there is time to do the other things when you get back from leave. There is. And the third reminder is time off is an entitlement. It's not a reward to be earned. This is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that I don't know where this conditioning comes from. I don't know where this belief comes from, but it's so ingrained in corporate culture that time off is a reward. It's a reward for hardworking. It's a reward for doing a really good job. It's a reward for doing, you know, amazing on that project. It's a reward for, you know, getting great client results. Like, no, it's not. It's an entitlement that you are entitled to as part of your contract with your company. It is a legal entitlement that you get as an employee to take time off. It's not something that you need to earn in order to have. And I will go as far as to say, even people who are being, uh, you know, undergoing performance management or performance improvement plans, you know, kind of in the HR world where, you know, they might not be performing in their job. The answer isn't to withhold annually from them either. That's not going to make them perform better, depending on what the issue is with performance. So this idea that we have to earn our time off or earn our annual leave is something that we have to get rid of. It's something that we have to stop believing to be true because it's not. Annual leave is an entitlement that is there to serve the purpose of helping to rest and reset so that you have the ability to keep showing up at work. Sick leave is to use when you are unwell so that you have the ability to rest and recover and return back to work well. Annual leave is what we need to be using to be able to maintain our ability to continue working. It's not something that we have to burn out in order to get. And that is unfortunately what is commonly the practice is that people are working so hard, hustling so much that they burn out to the point where when they go on annual leave, when they get this quote unquote reward, they become sick. They become unwell because their body has nothing left. And so then they're using all of that quote unquote reward to recover so that they just have the bare minimum energy to return back to work. And that has to stop. That has to stop being the practice. If you have an unconscious or a simmering belief that you have to work hard in order to deserve your annual leave or your time off, I encourage you to rewrite that. Your annual leave allows you, enables you, empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It allows you, enables you, and empowers you to do your best work. And that time needs to be used with respect. As in, don't be burnt out when you use it because that is not using that time with respect. Do not work yourself into the ground. Do not overwhelm yourself. Do not overextend yourself in these weeks leading up to your time off because you feel like that's going to make it more deserving to have the time off. And if that's the current culture of the company that you work for, I would really prompt you to reflect on whether that environment and whether that culture and that expectation is serving you and is healthy and is something that you want to work in. Time off is an entitlement. It's not a reward. So do not work yourself into the ground to earn your reward. Get what you need to get done done. That's critical. That's reasonable. That's realistic. 
remember that you have time when you get back to work to continue with what didn't get done so that you can enjoy and relish and totally relax and reset during your time off so that you can actually use it for what it's there for, not use it to recover from exhaustion. So those are the three reminders that I urge you, urge you, urge you to embed into your into your brain, to embed into your thinking, to embed into your psyche. And this applies to any time you take time off. This also even applies to just the weekend. If you work a Monday to Friday, nine to five jobs, 38 to 40 hours a week, you're not paid to work on the weekend unless you literally get paid overtime. You're not paid to work on the weekend. So you can actually apply these things to that sentiment as well. You're paid to work and do work Monday to Friday. Saturday and Sunday is your time. That's not something you earn. That is an entitlement because you're contracted Monday to Friday. So get really, really strict with yourself around how you use your time and how you and how much you blur that, how much you blur that time between work and personal life. Because even if you got another job, unless that pattern within yourself and that behavior within yourself changes, that will follow you to the next job. And this is why I talk, this is why I, you know, expressly say it's not jobs that burn people out. It's the lack of boundaries that we have with our jobs that burn people out. And that can be a really hard and confronting thing to hear, but it's the truth. Every job has hard things. Every job is to an extent under-resourced. Every job's, you know, has a workload that's too big. Every job has expectations that are too high, all of those things. So what are the boundaries that are going to be in place in order to make that job doable? All right. So those are the three reminders that I encourage you to really think about as you go into this time off. Now, here are three actions that can help support that. So I've already shared one action in that first point, which is get really crystal clear and communicate what are the critical tasks that you're actually going to work on before you go and leave. And that those are the only things that you're going to work on before you go and leave because it actually has a wider impact if they don't get done. So that's actually action point number one. So I'll share three more. Clearly outline your end date and time and your start date and time. I had a conversation the other week where someone said to me, a friend said to me, oh, you know, like I just, I won't like say when I'm specifically going to take time off, but you know, when I don't have work, I'll just rest. And I said, mm, you are a hard worker. You are a high achiever. Your default response will be to work. Your default response won't be like, oh, I have blank space. I'm just going to rest. No, because the behavior is to work. So being really clear with yourself, with your brain and with other people by being really explicit with when you're finishing work and when you're starting back at work helps to frame up those boundaries of I am not contactable within that time. If that is not crystal clear, people don't know what to expect. People don't know the parameters within which they are expected to communicate with you or work with you. You know, Often people like, but they should know. No, we can't go on the premise that people should just know. We need to go on the premise that we need to communicate. We need to communicate what we want them to know. So clearly outline 
what your end work time is and what your start back at work time is or day so that you are clear about that, you can honor that, you can respect that, and so can others. Doesn't mean that they won't email you and try and contact you, which is what the other two pieces I'm going to talk about are, but you know that that's the decision you made, which means that you can come back to yourself and go, am I still on leave? Yes, I am. I'm not going to work. It's creating those parameters with yourself. The second action, and I know that this seems probably so simple and like, oh God, Tash, but you know, it's so obvious, but people still don't do it, which is turn off your notifications. If you want time away, make sure that you practice having time away. Turn off your work emails, your notifications of your work emails. Actually go as far as to just delete the email app. If you use your personal phone as your work phone, definitely delete work emails off your phone so that you don't feel tempted or feel obligated to check it because it's there. If you have a separate work phone, turn it off. You know, one of the things that that I've worked on with a lot of clients is, you know, people say like, oh, but I set a boundary that, you know, I'm, I, sh- I don't want to be emailed after 7 p.m. or, you know, I'm not going to reply after 7 p.m. I'm like, okay, how often do you reply after 7 p.m.? Oh, not all the time. And I was like, but you do sometimes which opens the door that you are available. And this is the tricky thing. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be flexible, but we need to be flexible with intention. If you have a super urgent, high stakes project that you are taking time off in the middle of, and there are certain things that they might need to contact you on, I can understand having flexibility with that boundary. But more often than not, that's not the case over the Christmas period. Like very rarely are people, uh, organizations working on hypercritical, time-sensitive projects the two weeks between Christmas and New Year's because they know that people aren't as attentive during that time. So you're going to have to really convince me that you actually need to be accessible during those times. Disconnect. If you want your time off to be respected, you have to respect your time off too. Again, talk with your team, talk with your manager about what does contact actually look like? Do we actually need to be contactable? And only in what cases will we do emergency contacting? Like unless you work in emergency services or you're on call, which you're getting paid for, you don't need to be contactable. End of story. The last action set a clear out of office. Now, if you're really serious about time away, this might be a really stretchy action. This might be something that you kind of build up towards. But I really love this. I really love this action. You can set a rule on your emails that anything, any email received between a specific time frame gets deleted. So what I've seen become a very common practice with people who get extremely overwhelmed with emails that they receive during time away is they set up a rule that all emails are deleted during the out of office period. And then on their email out of off, on, on their out of office notification, it says all emails while I'm on leave are being deleted. If your email requires attention from me, resend it once I am back in the office. They can also schedule send. So they can see that email, they can see that out of office notification and they can reschedule that email to be sent 
for the day or the day after you return from leave. Technology does benefit us in that, in that way. It does work in our favor if we choose to use it to work in our favor. If you are someone who, you know, gets lots of CC'd emails, gets lots of emails that you don't actually need to be involved in, this is absolutely the action for you. Set an order rule that deletes all of these emails or puts them into a folder somewhere and put it on the responsibility of the sender to resend it if they actually require you to do something with it. I put a post up on LinkedIn and Instagram last week, you know, that said, more often than not, when you forget to reply to an email, it'll resolve itself. And it's so true. More often than not, when you forget to reply to an email or you accidentally deleted it or it just got lost in your thousands of emails in your inbox, it'll resolve itself or they will resend it. They'll re-nudge you and say, hey, I sent this email a week ago. I noticed that I haven't heard back from you. Could you, you know, could you check in with it and get back to me? That's perfectly fine. So I know that this one might be super, super stretchy, but we need to start pushing the bar we need to start changing the norm of emails controlling our life and of emails being the ruler of everything because it's not email is a form of communication and it shouldn't be the be all and end all of how we get things done this is a really great way to put the responsibility on the sender to really be intentional about what i'm asking from this person and when i'm asking for it so those are the three actions simple probably not easy in every case, depending on which one you're going for, depending on where you are, depending on the level of your role, depending on the type of work that you do. But I would really, really love to challenge you to stretch yourself on which action you choose to implement. So the three actions are clearly outline your end date and your start date to ensure that people respect the time that you're away and also ensure that you respect your time away within those timeframes as well. The second one is turn off your notifications delete the email app, turn off your work phone, just truly respect being on your very, very entitled time away from work. And the third one is set a clear out of office. Make it super clear that you will not be checking emails and that you will not, well, potentially, (laughs) that you will not be looking at emails sent between this time or that they'll be deleted and for them to resend them when you're back. I see a lot of out of offices as well. That's like, in case of an emergency, you can call me on, blah, 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 blah. What's an emergency? Again, definitions matter. What might be an emergency for you may not be an emergency for someone else. So have that discussion. What does urgent contact look like? What does emergency contact look like? What actually meets that criteria? Because unless that's clear, people will very much personally interpret that. So I'm going to leave that there because otherwise I'll go into a thousand billion more other tangents about this. But I wanted to keep this really succinct, give three reminders and three actions to practice. Choose one, choose the one that you need the most, choose the one that potentially feels the most stretchy and lean in, be courageous, take action and do it. The more that you do it, the more that you take action, the easier it becomes over time. And there's a couple of other, you know, there's a couple of episode, uh, podcast episodes that could be really helpful here as well. So minimal viable planning episode will be really helpful. The overwhelm buster episode will be really helpful. 
yeah, those two episodes will be really helpful. And then also I've got a boundaries workshop as well that you can purchase, which goes through how to set boundaries, what kind of boundaries you might need in your life, what it looks like to have solid boundaries and what it might look like if they're a little bit if you have leaky boundaries and then how to set them and communicate them. So that workshop is also available for you to grab if you want. Um, But those are the three reminders. Those are the three actions. I highly recommend just being really intentional about your time off because if you don't do it, no one else will. And as always, let me know what you think. Let me know which one you're going to focus on. And I really, really, really hope that you honor and respect this time away so that you can come back next year feeling really 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 refreshed and feeling like you have a full battery to move through the year with a lot more ease clarity and confidence thank you for listening to this episode of lead with less the podcast for confident professionals with me tash peterson if you enjoy the show please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on itunes As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible. 